Hello, friends. Welcome to this tradition unlike any... <laughs> is up everybody welcome into a live edition of big drive energy from the dnvr bar studio 215 i'm hanging out here with my brother mitch my other brother from another mother hank and we're enjoying the u.s open like uh we just saw john rom make an incredible up and down from the sand after what mitchell called four times a horrible bunker shot it was and he had to make a 12 footer so as we sit here now, John Rahm is six under, Louis Oosthuizen is five under, and they are trying to, um, Louis is going to try to have to make a birdie. And I actually think, I want to know what you guys think about this, but for me, thinking about it, I'm not, you know, I'm a professional golfer, but that term is very loose. I'm not like a PGA Tour player. I honestly think it's better for Louis right now because he knows he has to come in on 18 and make a birdie. Rather than like, oh, just don't make bogey and choke it away. You know, now he's got like, obviously he'd like to win the tournament with a birdie at 18. But now instead of being nervous, like he has to go. It, his mindset's completely changed now that he's down by one shot when he was up one shot just a mere two holes ago. Oh, 100%. He's not playing defense at that point. He's going on the offense of like, you either do it or you don't. You know, it's, it's not like, do I lay up? It's like, no, you're going for it. Unless you hit it in the the rough off the tee but i mean if he's got any remote shot he's going to try to go over that flag past the flag see if he can either catch the slope or at the very least have a chip back from the back of the green one thing that i'm already annoyed about so real quick i'm going to just put this out there i don't think tory pines is that great of a, a u.s open host like i just don't love the u.s open being there i picture the u.s open in ohio or pennsylvania or new jersey like yeah. that, you know, it's more of a Midwest to the e like East Coast thing. It's all the old school country clubs. Like, I know that sounds kind of snotty, but Torrey Pines is just so West Coast. And I mean, they make it hard enough. It just doesn't have the same vibes. If do Yeah. You, do you agree? I, I, I was thinking something similar earlier. Honestly, like, I love Torrey Pines. Obviously, like, it's yeah, an incredible I mean, place I, to watch a golf tournament, all yeah. that. But when you have the water on one side and there aren't fans there... Like, I feel like that's what's kind of missing in places. Like, there are pockets where they're great fans, but I do feel like there's places where it's kind of empty. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, it's just kind of a weird setting to have a U.S. Open at. Yeah, so it's just, like, yeah, all well, empty over there. Yeah, exactly. Where is Bryson aiming? Well, and, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> well, he looks like he was it's trying left. to hit a big old hook. It's yeah. left. Good thing, oh, they, good thing there the aren't canyon. spectators on that side. <laughs> straight in the canyon. So although my uh, Brooks Kepka pick before the tournament is not going to come to fruition as far as winning the tournament, uh, my my biggest bet of this week was Brooks Kepka to beat Bryson DeChambeau, which... Oh, my oh, God, he, he shanked, shanked it. Oh, he shanked that. it. <laughs> Put that on repeat. That is tough. That is a bad... That's a bad scene. That is... That's, I I almost oh, feel just, bad now for being such a dick. That I just gives don't me like, genuinely just don't. <laughs> you just feel the hosel and you just want to let go of the club right there. You're like, no, yeah, you're like, like I get, it, get it off me. mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's a rough that's a rough look. Well, I think going back to what you said about Tory Pines, I think the thing that's kind of lame about it is there was literally a tournament here a month ago, two months ago. Yeah, that Daniel Berger won the Farmers Insurance mm -hmm. Open, where it's like. Yeah, they made the course way harder because I, I believe Berger won it 18 under and the winner here is going to be six under or six under into a playoff. So it's definitely a harder course and a way tougher setup. But I feel like, you know, it's it's already everybody's seen this course already this year. So it's nice to get it to somewhere where, 
you know, you can have basically it's a one time a year type of thing. Where oh, guys, for sure. Guys haven't already played. My it. thing is, too, is it doesn't look as good right now, in my opinion. Like they've had to dry it out and it looks kind of like sad, like California, like it's about to start on fire. I don't want to go like too dark there, but it's all like brown and dry. Yeah. It doesn't like back when they played it, what, in March or April, it was like super lush and green and everything just looked really nice. And now it just looks hot and dry. Like, yeah, not for me. Not, not for, for me. me. So, just in case this does go to a playoff, Louie makes one birdie coming in on 16, 17, or 18. Um, so, that's it's assuming not, he makes all pars. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's a, I'm assuming that at this point okay. with the way he's played. But So, if there's a tie after 72 holes, it is no longer an 18-hole playoff tomorrow, which would have been nice to get some Monday U.S. Open match play golf between Rahm and Ustazen. Um, so, what they'll do is it's a two-hole aggregate playoff with hole seven and hole 18. How random is that? Yeah, yeah. It's and, so weird. Fuck? And then if they are still tied after that, they go uh, seven, or the, excuse me, they go seven, eight, 18, over and over and over again, sudden death. It's so weird, because I feel like uh, the, the Memorial, they were talking about the same thing, because that looked like it was going to playoff. They play it, so it's like the one-hole playoff, but it's 18, then 18 again, and then 10, and then 14, and then 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and just it's, so bizarre. I think it's... I think it's Set up by the tournament board, mm-hmm. like they decide. It's the USGA for this. Oh, okay. For this one, it's USGA. Makes sense. Yeah. But is it course to course? No, they. Like, they so it's going to be seven. Oh no, that's yeah, what they, I'm saying. It's like, course to course. Yeah. Uh, so what I would. They pick. They pick certain holes. <laughs> sorry, they pick certain. They they pick certain holes that they want to see. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to pick two turds. Well, do you think it's that, or do you think it's the location of the holes? Do it could be for like, like right by the clubhouse. No, I mean I've seen him, in a little. I've seen him drive like halfway across mm-hmm. the golf course to play in a playoff. I do really? think a lot of it is just like you want to play the, the the holes everybody talks about. Exactly, you want to play the iconic. Holes. If there's one more hole, you know what hole at most yeah. of these courses you want to play. Like at uh, when they go to Riviera, they play ten in the playoff. Well, they play eighteen, but then they go to ten, which is yeah the iconically challenging. Borderline stupid par four. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's got to be turn Because seven, seven is just way too random. I wonder, though, whether it's like course to course or tournament to tournament. So like, like, are they always going to pick the same holes for every tournament at Torrey Pines, regardless of the format? I think or of the I think it's course to course. I think it would be course to Probably. course. Probably. Yeah, I really have no idea if I'm being honest. But Well, these are my last two shots at my... Uh, there was going to be a hole-in-one this week bet. <laughs> um, I don't think I've seen one yet. Oh, Louie. What a golf shot. Dude, how about Bryson's shot earlier? <laughs> that just about was a hole-in-one. Just hung on the edge. Oh, was, I didn't see it. Was that it. on a par three, or was that a, yeah. a pro shot on a par four? I thought that was a par three. Uh, that could have, Yeah, it was literally yeah. hanging about a half inch on the edge, and he just wow. tapped in for birdie. Well, that's when he took the lead for a second. Yeah. Because everybody had gotten down to four, and he got up to five by himself on that tap-in. And I'm really shocked that he collapsed the way he did, in all honesty. Like, I don't like the dude, but I thought he was a good enough stick to kind of keep it in there, not completely blow up on the back nine. I really thought he was not going to run away with it, but I thought he was going to do something pretty good and be right there at the very least. Yeah. If not, win it. There was, so. there was like a stretch there where everybody was hot. And yeah. like during that stretch, everybody's playing well. I'm not sure if there was like a weather thing, like the wind died down a little, if something was going yeah. on, or if it just happened to be everybody got hot. But but it feels like during those stretches, like obviously Bryson can be the leader of packs like that. Totally, where he he can get so hot. But also when things aren't like, he, he he's kind of like the, a finesse player in a way. Like as crazy as it sounds, just because it's all about like if it's a clean game, if it's if missing the fairway isn't going to punish you all that much. Like like he's going to survive. Oh, absolutely, because he has so many short wedges all the time. Bryson's back mm-hmm. nine, par bogey bogey double par 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 quad. That sounds like me. And he drops uh, his golf club on the way up. On a that snowman's going to melt pretty quick out there in Southern California. Yo, that was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> that was good. Let's take Thank a look. You. Like, So they're replaying Rom. Both of mm-hmm. Rom's putts on 17 and 18. Absolute left and right benders. Not easy at all. And he just knocks both of them in. Just Downhill also. Blooded. Yeah, I mean, the bunker shot was terrible. I I don't know what he was going for. Maybe the fact that the water was behind it, and if it got some pace, it could roll off into the water. Uh, he was definitely protect. And hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, I, I, he doesn't need hindsight. Me saying that it was a horrible bunker shot, I guess now that he made the birdie putt, it was a good enough bunker shot. Like, it wasn't bad. 
It just I thought he would go straight at the flag and Well, do you think so do you think he changes that bunker shot if he is not tied? If he's, if he's ahead one, or oh if he's down yeah. one, he's gotta aim more at it, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, definitely the position he was in kind of changed that. But yeah, I, a couple of phenomenal putts. And Spencer and I were just talking about this. I mentioned something to him that I think him being a, a left-to-right player, he fades the ball pretty much exclusively, um, kind of set him up to uh, – and I could be completely off base. Like, I don't know what he's more comfortable with, but generally speaking, are you more comfortable with a right-to-left putt than a left-to-right? Honestly, right? so I've heard people talk about that before. Yeah. I don't have much of a preference. Really? When I when I do think about it, though, I, I, I think – Right to left, working is, it back towards you is easier it's, it's than easier it breaking to, away from. Because you. I mean, what that means is there's like a hill up there, yeah. And if you're trying to putt on a hill, it's easier to putt on the hill that you're facing, not the one that's behind you. Yeah, like that's that's the feeling I get. I I agree. I, it's it's almost a weird feeling of like it's it's coming back towards you. You're like yeah, I, it, I'm put putting it or like I'm, I'm I'm putting it away from me, and it's like wrapping around back towards me. And the other thing that I hate about left to right putts also is the fact that it's so far below my feet, I feel like I'm starting it right, right yeah. off the bat. You know, it feels like it, like, squeaks right off your feet, and then it just goes so far right, you have no chance. Just and so, so getting it started on that line is a challenge for me, at least. I don't know. Apparently, John Rom loves left-to-righters, but I think what I was telling Spencer is I think his eyes, like, set up for it because he's used to seeing the ball go left-to-right. Like, huh. some people are so uncomfortable seeing a ball work a certain way. And so I, I could be completely wrong, but he loves to see the ball go left to right. I don't know if it's on the green or just in T to green, but could have something to do with it potentially. One of my theories. To poor Mackenzie Hughes, man. So I did bet. Yeah. I did make a couple bets today using the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook Profi Boost. Shout out DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code DNVR. And, uh, I, I bet the two guys that were there was three guys tied for the lead Mackenzie Hughes there was um, Louie of course and then who was the other dude oh Russell Henley and I bet the two dudes other than Louie because Louie was the huge favorite like we he, all knew what was gonna happen to Russell Henley dude <laughs> well, he hasn't played I, I good golf since 2015 I was hopeful I yeah hopeful that's what's sleep. called a bad bet that's irresponsible you should call <laughs> call for gambling help that's <laughs> That is one eight hundred five two two forty seven. That is not well directed. They shouldn't let you take that. What was he plus like five hundred? Uh, plus eight hundred. Sheesh. Louis was like plus three. So they or plus they four. even knew that shit was gonna go downhill for him. They looked like. When's the last time he won? Flip the calendar. Flip the calendar. Flip the calendar. <laughs> flip the calendar. Oh, he won in Hawaii in like two thousand and thirteen. I mean, he he hit the ball really well yesterday. I got to give him props, but I don't think he was prepared to be in that position. Well, so the winner of this tournament, um, they get a 10-year exemption to the U.S. Open, and Rory won exactly 10 years ago. Oh, Louie left a lot. Oh, my God. Not a good putt. Oh, no. Not a good putt. Louie. So Louie putting for birdie on 16 and left himself probably an 8-9 to, eight to nine footer for par. That was a bad Not part. ideal. Louis like, get me That's back tough. to South Africa. And he's like, I'll take my T2 <laughs> and move yeah, on. Yeah, I'll take there. my million-dollar check and hop on the PJ back to South Africa. Oh, I forget what... Uh, I forget what... Um, I got to find this tweet now. Somebody was like, when Louis took a two-shot lead after he made that long birdie putt, somebody goes, oh, how is Louis going to turn this into a T2? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so fun to see how he does this. It was Louie just doesn't have that that aggressive like push, it looks like. He's just almost too laid back. Just doesn't have that fire in his eyes. Yeah. That this is such a tough position to put yourself in. Oh yeah. I can't this imagine is the, standing this over is the this least this is the least favorite putt I would want right there is Eight footer for par to stay one back. Oh, <laughs> nails. Right in the center. Wow. Absolute nails wow. from Louis. Not even a doubt. That just 
changes everything. With with two holes left. Oh yeah, yeah he misses like, that, and it's basically game over for sure. And like you look at eighteen and say like, okay, you're you're one of the best players in this tournament. Obviously, like you should get a birdie. Yeah, par is basically four on eighteen for Louis at this point. And so you're on pace be. to force the playoff. That's that could have yeah just, that that, that could have de- changed that could have derailed it. Then you need to like make a play on seventeen. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it puts him behind the eight ball because when you start chasing and aiming at pins, you're not generally going to aim at. That's when shit goes horribly wrong. But yeah, I mean, going back to when Ustazen and uh, Charles Schwartzel were in that playoff at the Zurich earlier this year. And the first playoff hole, Ustazen just blows it way right into the water. I was like, this guy's just not that clutch. I mean, he, so a little overview on Louis Ustazen for those of you who don't know. He won the Open Championship at St. Andrews. I've played there, not a big deal. Um, <laughs> but he, this was 10 years ago. Like, it's so long ago that he's contended there. I, I mean, contended in major. I, I take that back. He's contended in major. Oh, my God, Rory, you f- yeah. suck. Tough. What is wrong with Rory McIlroy? It's so shitty to just see him struggle like this. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I mean, relatively, he's going to yeah. probably top 10 or top 15, but you watch that dude hit the ball, you're like, he's top three, if not the yeah. top player in the world right now. But they're just like some bad chips, like a sand shot that was really tough that he couldn't get out. And it's like, yeah, yeah you wish you could have at least gotten it out, but oh, I don't know, just, just a lot of that short game stuff. That's what I'm put right there, obviously, that <laughs> why we started talking about that it. That three-footer that he just missed is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't know what his story is. I think he'll still win more majors. But I, some guys just kind of, like, get that big paycheck, and he got paid by Nike, and now he's just, I wouldn't say he's content with where he's at, but I don't. He definitely doesn't have that tiger type of, Uh-oh. oh, no, Louie. Oh, no. And it's gone. There goes the golf tournament. So what? One in, two out. I take that back. He he gets his distance. He could possibly get up and down. But now you're going at a pin. But why would you go left? Yeah, look at all that room right that he had. There's like three fairways right. That's like Valley of Fun type of room. Here's a question. So, like, he he hit a fan earlier. When that happens, does that like throw you off a little bit? You aim a little bit further. Um, I feel yeah. like it depends upon if you're an asshole or not. Yeah, okay. if, you, if you have a heart. I, it, yeah. yeah, some of the guys they don't care. They're like you were in the way. Well, and also fans are such dumbasses. So so much of the time they're they're right like they're 300 yards from the tee, 20 yards off the fairway, and they're like looking around eating a hot dog. Like, no, you got to keep your head on a swivel. Like, you could get pelted at any point. Yeah. And you're, it's, you're it's, on a golf course. Yeah. Like, you're just standing out on a golf course. Exactly. Like, the golfers are going to be like, oh, I should aim away from them. They couldn't care less. <laughs> They'll be like, hit that dude in the head and bounce onto the green. Absolutely. I'll go sign implosion from Bryson. Yeah. you love to see it. Him in that hat. That thing yeah. just bugs me. It's terrible. You know, yeah. we I, we've been asked twice in the last week at Spring Valley if people have we if we have the Bryson hats, huh. and I'm like, nope, and we're never getting them. <laughs> I feel like I could maybe rock one backwards, like I was a struggling artist, <laughs> but I don't <laughs> think I would ever actually wear it. <laughs> freelance artist. Yeah, I don't think I would ever wear one of those forward and ha- expect anyone to take me serious on the golf. I course. can't believe he just put one in the f- dude. What a choke job. Yeah, that's yeah. really just something you can't do. Yeah. And I haven't said this yet, but uh on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I took uh I took Oosthuizen and Shoffley before the tournament. And so uh damn. There is okay. it's uh it was 33 to 1, so Oh yeah. There's uh there's some money on the line Threw today. Throw a few bones there. Yep. See how that right shoulder dropped way down. Huh. See, oh my god, a little quick in the tempo. That is not why the ball went left, Gary Coke. You dumbass. No reason to try to chip that out. No. Hop in there, Shrek. Well, I guess it depends upon where, like, that camera angle. We can't really tell where it was from. Like, if he has Watch him, like, angling on a cliff, and he gives it a rip and just tilts over. (laughs) Just rolls down down the the cliff. (laughs) Yeah, that's... uh, 
That would not be good. Be must see TV though for sure. You just gave me flashbacks to playing Tory Pines, like on the video games back in the day. Oh yeah, and the balls bouncing around the cliffs down. Oh there. yeah, and then it rolls down onto the beach yeah. and shit. Yep. I just cannot believe he did that. Another thing I have to tell anybody who's watching, whenever these analysts, ninety nine percent of these analysts say why a ball did something, it's actually factually not true. <laughs> they really these these guys played the sport. They didn't teach the sport and then they talk like they there's just a sign that specifically says angry players don't come in here i I like that i like that there's got to be like a story behind it oh yeah oh i I can't i can't even imagine yeah like being in a scorer's table after somebody choked away a major and you got to get that dude to sit down and sign that turd you're like i just fired 77 this is the last place i want to be yeah Okay. I'd be having yeah, my caddy how, run to the bar and get me a vodka soda. Look how browned out this course yeah, is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It yeah. looks baked. Like, you guys ever heard of water out there in Southern California? Well, <laughs> I think they're just trying to speed it up so much. No, I think they're to. in a drought. <laughs> Low key. High key, it's brown as hell. <laughs> but yeah, they're right next to the ocean, too. Yeah. Like, I guess there's like 50 feet of cliffs right next to it before you like, get down to the water. Don't they realize but... how much water's right there? You would think You'd it'd be think fine. they could just bring some over. Yeah, I guess, like, uh, the grass doesn't like salt, maybe. Oh, that's true. That could be a thing. It's very true. I'm not Somebody very told me at... that, I'd believe it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Be like, yeah. Spencer likes salt, but maybe grass doesn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think grass grows well on salt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an agronomist, but. Is that what it's oh. called? I didn't even know that's oh. what it was called. Great shot by Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah. Now that he's out of it pretty easy to flip a wedge in there that's like real quick nuggets reference i feel like that's what aaron gordon's entire career was in orlando like you're down 30 and then he goes on like a scores like 10 or 15 points straight and he has like 22 or 24 at the end mm-hmm. you're like oh nice but then you realize that they still lost by 30 it's like that wedge shot would be much more impressive if it actually meant something mm-hmm. if he gets this up and down though that incredible yeah i think this pin is like doable it looks like it's right there in between um right in the bottleneck to where he could run it up i don't think he's going to be able to fly it all the way there that looks like he's got a wedge in his hand well how crazy is it so you see where he's dropping uh we watched matt wolf like two three holes ago he cleared that whole hazard on the left (laughs) He was like 80, 90 yards. Like, see that where that comes out? Like, he was up by those dudes. Like, and completely cleared the uh, whole thing. Yeah. What does he have to the hole? I haven't said. That's 430. I bet he's got like 140, 130. That's right. Oh, he's like, he likes it. That's right. Oh, my oh, let's God. Let's stay right there. So Stop right there. Stay right there. Wow. Oh, boy. I said it was right. It was a few feet right. <laughs> yeah, it was like- I saw him lean, and it kind of looked like it looked like he was losing it a little to the right, but absolutely clutch. Let's yeah. see if he's got the stones to knock this in, because this this could be the that start be of a The run. most unreal part of all time. Yeah. Yep. In a major. One of the clutchest. Although, like... Well, because 18 is a birdie hole. I mean, that, 100%. It's not like he has to... It's not like, it, you know, it's... He could hit it in two and maybe yeah. make Eagle and win the thing. I'm pretty sure, though, isn't he, like, statistically the best putter on tour this season? Is he? I think that, he might be. No joke. Yeah. Louis, he's always been yeah. known for his ball Tough striking on a short one. game, but, I, I mean, I could be wrong there. I wonder. I, I feel like that was him. Look at the lack of crowds. Like, what is that? Are they limiting capacity? They can't know. be if you look around the 18th green. Yeah. Rom's just pacing. Put it in the water. (laughs) It's never good when you're looking at a putt, standing with your feet straight at it. Yeah. Can't be great. Pretty good roll. Dude, so who do you guys think is leading the FedEx Cup standings this year so far? (laughs) I couldn't even tell you. I don't know. Rom? Rom? Patrick Cantley. Is he? Yeah, I mean, he, that's actually pretty he's had a lot of pretty high finishes, I guess. 
Rom he won? has the most top tens, and Rom has the lowest scoring average. Rom's having a good year, man. He would have had a win under his belt two weeks ago if it wasn't for the Coco. Yeah, strokes gain putting, Louis stays the number one on tour. Wow. With basically point one. Here's a spin zone. Do you think that Rom not winning two weeks ago helped him win this week? Well, I think... Ooh, that's it, tough. Him coming off a win? Yeah. Like, you think you go back-to-back? Probably not. Well, it wasn't back-to-back. Well, I he mean, probably wouldn't have played the week before. That's true. Yeah, that's His true. His last two starts. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely think... I think the mo- like if he would have just not played or like if he would have lost the tournament to someone else, it, it's a different mindset. But the fact that he was on fire and absolutely lapping the tournament and then ended up you know, getting pulled out, I think that... Yeah, that built his confidence entirely. Where was that tournament he got de- or had to withdraw from? That was a memorial, right? The oh, memorial. Not even close. That's tough. Oh, wow. That was pretty close. It would have fallen. It, so, Rom had, had to walk at the memorial so he could run at the U.S. Open. <laughs> you oh, never know. That's so sad. I just want some intenseness. Well, he could still make three. I mean, he, that, it's, it's that, on the table. That pin is built for threes. Like... That front left pin, which is the iconic, like, classic one, is built for nothing less than, nothing, I'm sorry, yeah, nothing less than four. Like, you're not making three. Well, I take that back. Depends on how firm the greens are. But that front right pin, you can, like, scoot one up there. I mean, it's not an easy shot, but if you pull it off, you can scoot it up that bottleneck and run it right at the hole. And I think at this point, do you think Louie, like, if he has a marginal shot, he goes for it, or you think he just lays he it up? And tr- he, has well, he, he has to. Well, no, he could try to hole a wedge. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh. and he's also mm-hmm. taken a huge number out of play. He, I, I did check, and he is number oh. one in strokes gained putting. Yeah, that's insane. So, I mean, I, you would think he'd want to keep it in his hand. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you guys remember that tournament where uh, Phil Mickelson was, like, down by a shot? Or two. He was trying exactly to pull out from the fairway. About, yeah. And he had Bones walk up and tend the flag for yeah. him. But that was at the uh, the farmer's insurance. It definitely wasn't at the open because. Oh, save for all left in round three. Okay. I just. That's such a Sunday pin. Oh, my God. He made three there yesterday. Oh, so he, he can do it. Good vibes. Yeah, he's got yeah. the vibes. Yeah, I didn't realize. Because we were up in Fort Collins, so I didn't watch most of yesterday. Yeah, I, I, I saw at the end that he had gotten himself into the lead, but wow. like somebody, was it you, Spencer, told me that it was like, yeah, it's 18, he got the eagle. Yeah, he just bang. I mean, that was like a 60-footer, so, and he knows he has to, like, he has to absolutely go now. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a, not sure. even, like, even making birdie on a par five, you don't have to go on the first two shots, you just have to, but now he's Make sure got, you position yourself. Exactly. But now it's like hit it as far as I can. And that officially cashes my uh, Bryson over Brooks bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Shout you mean out Brooks to, over Bryson. That, what did I say? You said Bryson over Brooks. Oh, Brooks over Bryson bet. Brooks over Brooksy. Um, <laughs> DraftKings did boost that for me. Um, they boosted it to plus 110. Just so, for you? Yeah, for me, for everyone that, for uses, you? that uses the code DNVR when they sign up. Boost it for you? I'm so I'm just so sad. Like, I feel like we haven't had an intense golf like, major in a while. I mean, hey, it's like anti-climax. Three's not, on the table. Three's three, yes, on the table. It's doable. Let's chill out. I mean, at least he's not down by four. That's true. Got to hold this one. Yeah. First thing you got to do is just hit it in the fairway here. If you don't yeah. hit, which it is what he does. That part's he, easy. He's just he's consistent, man. He's he's four under on this hole. In the turn, and huh. that's the insane. Yeah. Played the rest of the course even par. Fade, fade, Just a little bunker. Oh, oh, oh. out, but it's oh. in the rough. Oh, there was a chance. It almost looked like there was a little bit of a bank right there. It could come down, but still with that front right pin, I think. It, I mean, it's a big risk, but he can still scoot something because it does um, yeah. work right to left. He probably he's wanted gonna, the left side he's of the He's going to have to pull off like the shot of his life. But it's, it's not unheard of. So you're saying there's a chance. Ooh, oh, he loves it. Club twirl. Oh, Got a rip. going to come back. Got to come back more than that, though. 
Royal three jack that. Oh, that's kind of messed up. Dude, you just when the putter's cold, it's cold. It's a good looking shirt though. It is a good shirt. If you're him, are you even hitting balls right now? Like, are you even thinking about it? Honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to prepare for the worst. You got to expect Louie to make three here. Because you know how blindsided you'd be if you expect to win and then he makes three? You'd be on the defense at that point. Yeah, I guess that's true. Rudo. Rudo. (laughs) Shout out Rudo. He's, uh, him and his dad are going to come play in the DNVR Golf League with us on Tuesday. Hype. Common ground, free Breck brews, and giving away a Breck brew golf bag. I hope I win it, but I actually it's probably a great-looking great golf bag. I probably have to pick the winner, so I can't pick myself. Yeah, that'd be a bad look. Those are good-looking golf bags. I, maybe. Okay. I, can, I might be able we'll to work something that. out. Unless, <laughs> unless, they, unless they pick someone, then it's out of my... Will $50 do it? Uh-huh. I bet it would. <laughs> I think Just we can leave it on the ground in cash. Actually, <laughs> I I'm good. super producer Allie over here hooking it up with some food. I'm just gonna drink my dinner. I think. Wow, <laughs> I drank I drank all my meals yesterday. Wow. It's not happening today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, me and Henry were cutting a rug on the dance we floor. We were last cutting night. a rug. We a- were Allie taught me time. some stuff. She kind of got me going. I think what the the big tip was uh. More hips, less punching. Yeah, I think I think that's where we started. What kind of dancing you been doing? I mean, you could imagine just no. Well, no, I I was trying to figure you're out where to floating put them. around like you're in space. I mean, space. they they I just it's really hard. No fist, first of all, that's what I love. No, unclench, like where you put your unclench arm, the like, fist. My hands just naturally close, like Arthur fists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah, right, well, shout out real quick to Brandon and Lindsay. Got married yesterday. We all went up to Fort mm-hmm. Collins. Absolutely killer time. We went out to the bars afterwards. I didn't go. I couldn't go because of work, but sounds like everyone had a good time. It, it was, was a fun time. time. Although I will say, like, Fort Collins had no Ubers, so we had to walk two miles home I at know. two in the morning. Oh, well, you guys had to that. walk half as far as we walked. You, you guys, well, wait, were you guys, you guys are like in front of us. Were you at that hotel there? Oh, okay. Well, didn't Kale piggyback you at least like 10 feet? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I he, mean, he got me about 20 feet and then he went down. We both went down very hard. Yeah. You, My um, elbow is ruined. <laughs> His head is. Go yeah, check out Kale's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Kale. Sorbo. Spencer's like, My elbow. Yeah. Kale's just <laughs> level three concussed. We, uh, we went to lunch today. Oh, Rory missed it. And he was Weird. like, That, uh, that could have gone so much worse. And I was like, Look at you. That could have gone so much better. <laughs> like, like that's where you took that? That's the kind of attitude. That's a good attitude. Seriously. Like, like his like, face is all torn up. He's like, that could have been worse. It's like, no. no hardly. Like, like, he could have, like, broke his <laughs> nose. Yeah. And a little Moira today. Kale uh, <laughs> goes in. He's, like, showing everybody. Moira just said, like, uh, maybe it isn't so good to be bald. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, that's why I keep my hair up there. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh wow! I oh, thought okay. Phil Mick- hanging Phil out. Mickelson hanging out. This I I will like if Rom wins this, which it looks like it's pretty much there. I will. I feel pretty good for him coming back off of what happened to him two weeks ago. How did we not see this coming? Like, I don't. Yeah, the fire in his belly after the whole. Well, my my buddy Carson, he's got a two hundred and fifty dollar bet on Rom to win this tournament, so he's going to cash out a little over two grand this week. Yahoo! So congrats that, to Carson. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. I'll start you a tab at the bar. Yeah, well, and even I mean, he was out of it like he was. He felt like he was out of it early, but that's I think that's the thing I like so much about most major championships in general is a guy can shoot one or two over the first day and he's fine. You know, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter, or he can make two or three bogeys like They're, the back nine Thursday, uh-huh. Friday, and it really doesn't matter at all. Like other tournaments, when it's twenty nineteen twenty yeah. under, yeah. you can ten take shots shot. out of the lead. Yeah, yeah. and if, I mean Louis was what just a couple shots away from forcing a playoff. He's played even to this point, like over the last three days. Yeah, even over the last three days, one good round, and that was enough to get him in this situation. See, that's the thing, dude. And if your good rounds on Sunday, 
You could have had somebody at even or plus one today, and they could have made a charge. Yeah. They threw out a 65, and I'm not saying that's easy or... Yeah. Or even doable I mean, today, honestly. I was just going to say it's borderline doable yeah. if, like, you have the round of your life. Yep. But these guys are on the PGA Tour. I mean, they're the best at what they do. So, I, what was the... Spencer, look at what the low score was today. I think it was 67. I saw somebody at four under. Um, let's see. I think... Uh, well, it was. Let's see. Also, I found. That's oh, yeah, John Rom. Hmm. Oh, is he at four under? Yeah. No shit. Well, there's somebody else at four. Uh, Brandon Grace shot four. Br- under Brandon today. Grace. But yeah, see, that's that's how like majors go. So Brandon Grace was three over par going into Sunday of a golf tournament. Normally, that's not sniffing anything. He shoots 67. Now he's getting a top seven in a major. It's crazy. He's laying up. Wow. Now he's got a and hole he even wedge. hit it too close to the green. Yeah, there's no way you can stop that. That was a what a he's he looks upset. Like how upset it, could he maybe be? Maybe it jumped it, on him. Maybe or maybe the lie was just horrible. Yeah, I just yeah, think, yeah, oh look at their Rom and his his guy. I think they're watching Watch, it. live streaming it on yeah. his cell phone. So now he needs to hole out for eagle. So let's we can basically give this to Rombo, but we'll wait. We'll wait and see. Let's round you out. are just the king of let's round out calling the top shit 10, early. Also, let's, Kale. Let's talk about the other. <laughs> let's talk about the other players in the top ten. So we got Harris English, Brooks Kepka had a good week. Uh, Guido Mig- Migliozzi, all time name, all time name. Yeah. He fired sixty eight today. He's gonna have a T four. He should major. be like on the next Jersey Shore. If your name's yeah. Guido, you automatically qualify for Jersey Shore. Yeah. That should be your standard rule. I didn't watch him all that much this tournament, but like 18, he was, he, he has like a vibe to him that. Oh, yeah. 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 He's, he's got that a big Italian energy going. For sure. He's got those Spano vibes. I mean, I don't know if I go quite that far, but, <laughs> but yeah, there's a little bit of that. The GTL life. But yeah. I think I found my doppelganger. Sorry to cut you off one more time. Uh, Grayson Sig. I feel like I look a fair amount like him. And he was rocking the mustache today, and it really makes me want to just bring back just the mustache. So I think that'll be happening very soon. Wow. Um, heard it here first. Heard it here first. What, uh, what was the top ten? Let's, so let's the round we'll it do, out. Well, the oh, thing yeah. was that it was such a star-studded leaderboard all of today. Like, everybody, you felt like you knew who that was. So Colin Morikawa, he, he tied for fourth. So I'm going to cash two bets, three bets this week. I had Brooks over Bryson. I also had Brooks and Colin both to be in the top 10, so that those are going to hit. Uh, Brennan Grace, Daniel Berger, Paul Casey, Xander Schauffele, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, and Russell Henley all finished T7 at one under. So, um, But, I mean, at one point today, it was like Rory, Rom, Ustazen, Kepka, Bryson, all tied yeah. or within one shot Stacked. of the Stacked. It was like Bryson in front with seven guys tied one shot back. Yeah. And then, and then that was that was right after that run where everybody was hot, everybody was making shots, and then after that it just dried out. Like I don't know, maybe it was just the greens got a little bit firmer, but yeah. All right, if he holds this, I will give every person watching this live stream. You put your Venmo in the comments. I will pay you a hundred dollars, just because I want some excitement. I mean, I feel like I should be funding this. He <laughs> puts that in. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna be in good shape. Yeah, we need him. We need to watch out for Henry's mic if he holds this because, yeah. I just I don't I mean I guess I get it maybe the lie was terrible but I feel like you had like I don't know two forty seven like you could easily squeeze something out of there just knuckle it and try to run it up yeah like but it doesn't you look see like me getting three wood out every time I mean it is tough with the water. That angle is it. But either win or lose. That is true. Nobody remembers second place. 69 70. yards. Nice. Oh. It's right. Oh, my God. Not enough. Oh, wow. for, a, for just Dude, a, yeah, second, for a second it, it, it How are the greens not faster than that? Oh, f- mm. John Rom. Well, I think the cool thing about this is it kind of good for the brand. It, Big team Callaway guy over here. Good for the brand. It does feel like Rom, or it does feel like Louis lost it a little bit. Like you'd rather somebody win a tournament than somebody else like choke away a yep. tournament. But I also feel like so you can say from Louis' 
you know, his perspective, it does kind of look like he lost it. But at the same time, John Rahm made, went birdie birdie on the last two holes. Oh, yeah. Made two amazing putts to win the tournament. And I mean, he's uh, this is pretty cute. Father's Day. He's got his kid there. He's got his wife. His kid's got a weird name. Um, I mean, we saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, really. His name? PGA Tour. I can't even tell see. you. Like, I I can just tell that kid's gonna be pissed off about his name. He's the, gonna be getting made fun of. It's gonna Keppa. be the. His name is Keppa. Keppa. Keppa Cahill. His last name's Cahill. No, Kepa Cahill oh, Rom. Okay. Everybody has middle names usually. Well, it's like a frat. <laughs> That's, yeah. Kepa Cahill Rom. Are you rushing Kepa Rom Cahill? <laughs> Whatever. Good for him, though. Yeah, no, I actually. The first feel- thing he said after what happened. Is this John Rom's first major? No, he he won a I th- wait. I think it is. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I no. I take so. that. I take that back. I apologize. Yeah. Did he not win a British Open? No, I don't think so. I I could be wrong, but I thought he won a British Open. I don't, maybe that was the Irish Open or the. I don't know. They they all run together. Is it his first major? Or did he win? Well, I mean, he's only won five times on tour. Yeah, this is the only time he's won a major. Tied wow. fourth at PGA, fourth at the Masters. Yeah. Oh, look at that. First major, wow. Arizona State product. Feels like he's been on the scene a lot longer than he has. Yeah. I mean, what is he, only 25 or 26? Maybe 26, I think he's my age. I wonder. Yeah, I really do feel good for John Rahm, especially after we, I mean, our literally our last podcast was talking about how unfortunate it was that he had to be kicked up basically kicked out of a tournament on a Saturday night when he's got a six shot lead and basically take a million dollars out of the dude's hands and now so now winning the US Open he's got exemption of the next 10 US Opens he won't be Ricky Fowlering it Um, he's also got a a 2.25 million dollar paycheck just hit his bank account so um, I don't think it hits for like a day or two well I mean it's hypothetical yeah (laughs) We don't need to get into logistics here, but it's coming. I bet he has a decent credit card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's uh, probably got the heavy, the platinum. Yeah. What would you do if $2.5 million, What Like, if you could see just one frivolous purchase. Okay, real quick, I got to throw a caveat in. I'm just at a very different point in my life than John Rom. Like, like well, yeah, half the things the I would do, <laughs> like, he's already done them. Okay. And so, and so I think that that's important to say. If I'm John Rom, it's a different answer. But for me, I mean, it's got to be a car. What car? Uh, so it, it would be. Uh, it probably be. It probably be red or black. Probably black. It would. Uh, I don't have like a. I'm specific, thinking more of the type. I know, but it's the, the make not the like an SUV. Like probably a sports car. Like I don't even like a Maserati or something. That's too expensive. That's too flashy. That's not too flashy. What? Isn't it? I mean that. I mean. It's a, if, if you're John Rom, it's not. If you're Hank, it is. <laughs> like I can't be rolling around in that. You absolutely could. <laughs> No, literally, if you have the money, you can do anything. I guess that's true. That that money would go quick. I could tell you that. What Vegas, do you, what do you Vegas do? would be <laughs> Vegas would be a quick one. Hank, you, you your fly unit home. on DraftKings Sportsbook yeah. app would be going up, probably. Yeah. <laughs> leave your base <laughs> unit would be significantly larger. I'm sure. Yep, absolutely. Um, and so, eventually a house. Oh, but but oh, that, yeah. that that takes like weeks of planning. <laughs> Weeks. I'm, I'm dealing with the car. I'm getting to Vegas. Then I'm figuring out a house. That sounds that sounds logical. Yeah. Uh, pleasure before business. What about you, Spencer? Two point two five. I think at this point I probably buy a house right away. Okay. I probably am. I probably spend. So I'm half the only of it. A homeowner in the group chat then. Yeah. <laughs> no, you own a condo. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say no. I'd probably spend about a million on a house right away. Okay. Find myself a nice place like nice Cher- starter home for Cher- a million Cher- in Colorado area. Nice little bungalow. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the university, yeah. yeah, I can get one bedroom, one, one, one and a half bath. Yeah, <laughs> sounds ideal. Um, well, I'll go ahead and say what I would get since nobody asked. I would get a <laughs> Porsche GTR, uh, GTRS three. Oh wow, GT three RS. I'm gonna trust go. your judgment and just say that's the car I get to. Those things are absolutely insanely sick. Or the new Taken, the uh, it's an electric Porsche. 
Oh, and wow. it is, it's like Tesla on steroids. Okay. Like just hearing it take off. It sounds like a, like a, huh. a plane. It's like, and it just or almost <laughs> like a spaceship in a way Like you can hear like powering up and then the oh. wheels just ripping on the ground. I know this is a golf, this is a golf live stream, but I'm just saying I'm definitely a Porsche guy or a Ferrari. One of the two. Um, I might upgrade the house from a starter home. You never know. I'm pretty content with where I'm at. Pull my Ferrari into my three-bedroom, two-bath house. Uh, they'd be like, what is going on here? But, yeah, it's it's insane. And, I mean, the money they make off of, like, when I remember when John Daly won the British Open, he made, I mean, in terms of, like, actually winning the tournament, I think he probably made around a million bucks or a little less. But he made $15 million in sponsors, like, ad deals and sponsors and all that. So, 2.25 is the tip of the iceberg for what John Rahm is going to make off of this. Yeah. You're talking about Blue Yonder. Like, I don't know how they statistically figure out how much ad space or how much ad revenue is created off of a logo. But I know, like, Bernhard Langer last year when he was competing in the Masters, for, like, those two days, he had a blank uh, visor on. And if he would have had a logo, that was like $3 million worth of ad space just for like a day, like when he's in contention on Saturday. So, I mean, his body is worth $10 million. What he's John Rom's body. (laughs) That is the ideal male body. (laughs) You can't question it. That is what winners look like. Yep. I just so happen to look kind of like that. And on top so, of that, like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a international too. Like, like that helps. Oh yeah. That definitely helps. Having I mean, what Spanish they said, audience first, what time first do you man think it is Spain over there? To, like probably 1030, 1130. Yeah, uh, well, so, so now in both of the, well, like the masters and the that, US open, is it seven? I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, a bunch of guys in the, uh, oh, the Madden League from Sweden. Oh, are they? Yeah, it's eight hours. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. So, I bet so you guys got to wake up in the morning to play them so they can... There's like a four-hour window play to, where, yeah. where like everybody's awake. From like 10 to 2 maybe or exactly. something like that. Yep. They get home from work and I... You're just waking, waking up, up and you're like, we got to play Madden. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Well, I think I heard Rom say something about like it felt like, like an afternoon when I was a kid. Um, and so he grew up in Spain. And I would say that the optics of Tori kind of look like the coast of Spain a little bit. Like I could see... Him, like, if you've ever seen um, Valderrama is, like, one of the most well-known courses in Spain. And shout out Josh Hunter, your old buddy. He used to uh, be a caddy out there, so we had a buddy who worked out there. Or I think he was a member out there or something. But uh, that place has hosted Ryder Cups and all that. And, like, Sergio grew up on Valderrama. Um, I think Rom was kind of same region. But, yeah, it's got kind of the same vibes, like the cliffy coat. Cliffy, I don't think that's an uh, an ad adjective, but like the cliff line coast and stuff like that, and the kind of dried out, browned out, firm mm-hmm. conditions. I can imagine the coast of Spain being somewhat similar to the coast of California. So, could have been like home, home, hometown feels. Yeah, no, he. Uh, I feel like after basically, <laughs> like even like he said after what happened to him a couple weeks ago, now he's back. He's played Tory Pines a ton before. He's had a lot of success here. Um, it was just, it, everything set up for him to, you know, it's, it's his first father's day. It's now his first major. I mean, this guy's on top of the world. And so I'm going to read just from this golf monthly article. Basically here's, here's what he gets for winning the U S open. So he gets the U S open trophy, but the actual U S open trophy is at the USGA, uh, United States golf association museum in New Jersey. So he gets a full size replica of it to keep for a year until someone else gets it, and then he gets, like, a partial-sized replica of that trophy right there um, that he gets to keep for the rest of his career. And then he also gets, like we talked about, the $2.25 million, you know, d- direct deposit into his bank account, so not bad. Um, he gets a Jack Nicholas medal, so it's... Uh, the trophy is nameless in this tournament, so it's... Doesn't have its own like you know U.S. The, Open trophy. It's not the it's not Wanamaker. The one, yeah. It's not um, you the know, Claret Jug. Exactly. There's no there's no name on this trophy, um, but he does get a Jack Nicholas medal. It has Golden Bear. Well, Jack Nicholas's swing on it, 
and um, he gets. So these are the exemptions he gets. Uh, as as we know for the Masters, he gets. A, if you win the Masters, you get a lifetime exemption into that tournament for as long as you're playing golf. Um, but he gets a spot in the ten next ten U.S. Opens, like I said earlier. He also gets a five year exemption into the Open, so the British Open. And then he gets five years in the Masters and five years at the PGA Championship. So, John, we're going to see John Rahm, uh, his face around for a while. And then he also gets um, a five-year exemption to the players and secu- and secures his PGA Tour card for five years. Not like we were worried about it with this dude. Uh, it's not so if you win a major, it's five years. That's pretty wild. Yeah. You have a tour card for five years. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, a regular tournament's only two, but five, that's, that's a good grip. But it's kind of funny because... So, uh, Graham McDowell won the U.S. Open 10 years ago, yeah. and his exemption ran out this year, so he didn't make it. Oh, wow. It's just kind of crazy. Like, it's crazy yeah. to think about, like, you win a tournament. Like, with the Masters, you win that, and guys like Bernhard Langer, they're playing it till they're 67. Fred they Funk. Don't, they don't yeah. care what they're shooting. Fuzzy Zeller. Yeah, why would you ever pass up an opportunity to go play Augusta? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the U.S. Open, it, I don't know. Let's Real quickly, let's rank our all-time personal favorite majors. Ooh. I think we can all agree P- PGA Championships at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like the that's the Spencer's Cup deal. Like that's <laughs> I'm not I am chirping you, so I apologize. But okay, so between the Open, the US Open, uh and the Masters. I'm Hank. I'm going Masters number one. Okay, number two. Uh number two, it's honestly really tough. I, I love the open, but like the US open it, they're just so hard, and yeah. and, and it's, uh, that's what draws me to it. I think enough to make it's it fun number to watch two. them struggle. Yeah. And I I don't understand why they don't do that with more tournaments. Yeah, like why not make it hard? Like I, I maybe there were people clamoring like we need more scoring in golf, but but I think that that just that conversation happens so much in other sports that kind of gets all sports feel that way. Yeah, and, and having some more tough courses, I, I feel like it go a long way. Yeah, I, honestly, I think the biggest thing is. You get somebody who doesn't normally watch golf. They turn it on the TV, and they are seeing guys struggle to make pars or even bogeys. They're gonna be like, "Why is this fun?" You know, they yep. they don't quite understand what it means. They just want to see people hitting it three thirty. They want to see guys making sixty footers. Yeah, they, they want to see them sticking it right next to the flag. Like yeah. I feel like I feel like most people don't appreciate. That like golfers do, yeah. Like if you were to take a non-golfer and have them watch a tournament, they would much more enjoy the the easier setup for the players than probably. So I think that's the issue. I wonder how many of those people will actually like start watching golf if yeah. if like having the average winner go from like say nine under to twenty under, eighteen under. Like like how much does that change viewership, or are those people just like not all that interested and probably won't watch either way. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more about the storylines, maybe, than anything, or yeah. like watching a favorite player. For sure. Or go ahead, Spencer. Yeah, no, I think that's interesting because like the tournament, the John Deere Classic, every year that's like twenty eight, twenty nine. Like these dudes are shooting, they're Stupid sniffing fifty nine. Every somebody's sniffing fifty nine every day, with how quote unquote easy that golf course is. Now the members there at that course, probably even the really good ones, don't fire under par like that. So they they are impressed by the PGA Tour players that go out and shoot in the 50s but me personally i i love golf tournaments that are like this where six under wins it mm-hmm. shooting a 70 or a 71 even par one under one over even doesn't ruin your entire tournament it makes it a lot more fun. like mm-hmm. today like how many tournaments do you have where you know seven to ten guys have a chance to win the tournament yeah. the day of because uh, I think I read this stat, um, and we talked about it at the end of the the PGA Championship when we were doing our live show. But I think it's like a hundred years in a row, or some or some tournaments in a row, where the winner of the golf tournament, the day like the Sunday, he has been within four strokes of the lead. And so, like, but even in a, yeah. in a major, it's a different story because we well we saw it perfectly here today. The guy that had a lead lost, but the other two dudes that had a, had the lead, there was three guys tied for the lead. They finished at one of them shot seventy eight or seventy seven, and the other guy shot seventy five. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, a tournament like this, where you know a two shot swing here or there is a big deal, versus a tournament where somebody's 12, 13, 14 under, and it's like, oh, two shot swing that can be made up in two holes. They yeah. can go, they can go birdie birdie. Whereas this tournament, it's like 
if you need to go birdie birdie at the U.S. Open the last two holes to to win or tie, you're probably hosed. Yeah, like you, you, you just can't do the best holes of your life. You, like, yeah, it's you need to do what John Rom did. Yeah, like you need to nail two really tough putts, and mm-hmm. if you do that, like there you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's that's the epitome of the U.S. Open. Like him making those putts was the difference. Absolutely, uh, like he had to make two 15 20 footers and he did mm-hmm. and that was ultimately the difference and he i mean all the credit in the world to him he's it feels like he's one of the best ball strikers week in week out well Excuse he me. he's leading he's leading the tour on uh almost every he's like he's got the most top 10s this year he's got the uh he's like top 3 or 4 now he's probably number 1 in FedEx Cup points he is leading the tour. He's like tops, not tops, but like top ten in the tour in driving distance. He he's just got every like he just everything going for him. It looks like his hair hairline might be receding a little bit, so that makes him more relatable. Yeah, yeah, I so might actually like him more now. Um, he doesn't have that perfect flowing head of hair. It looks like, or maybe it's just matted down. I can't really tell, but uh, yeah, he he's unliked by a group of people who don't like the amount of emotion he shows. Like, he's thrown some temper tantrums on the golf course. He's been known to be a bit, a little bit of a diva. And I've even felt the same way at times with him where, and I mean, he's a, a Spaniard. I think they're naturally, like, Sergio Garcia is the same way. They've kind of got a temper to him. And so I, I've never been a huge fan of that. But he does show a lot of emotion, and I think that's kind of where the game of golf is going. You know, it's not the old, like, tip of the cap. It's... Fist bumping, it's screaming and yelling. Yeah. It's a totally different deal. But he is like the next generation of golfers. He might be, he, he's top top five, at least in this generation. You throw Brooks in, you throw Bryson in, you throw Rahm in, yeah. you throw Justin Thomas in, you throw uh, Jordan Spieth in, my uh Maybe Daniel Berger, maybe Will Zalatoris on the fringe. Shafle, Hoff. I mean, there's so many good sticks. Matt Wolf. There's 15 to 20 really, really good young dudes right now. While you're talking about Matt Wolf, did you guys see his round on Thursday? What? what? Oh, yeah. He made eight birdies and he shot one under. Like, that is an unreal. Think of it this way he makes those eight birdies, he makes two bogeys that day. And then he shoots even par the rest of the tournament, and he wins this tournament. Like, yeah. I know that's a little crazy to talk about because, yeah. you know, there's four rounds of golf. It's not one day, one round. But mm. the dude made birdies everywhere. Like, it was just birdie bogey, birdie bogey, birdie mm-hmm. bogey. But we saw that Lou Eustazen, when it came down to mm-hmm. it, he literally played the 18th hole and four under and everything else in even par. It's, and that's yeah. what put him in contention. Yeah. Was the two. No, it's five the, under. Well, did he, he dirtied it? Today. He did. Yeah. Oh, he made yeah. some. But, but same story. He, okay. He five under on the 18th hole. That is even insane. Par on every other hole. Yeah. I, that has got to be like some scoregami shit. Like you're Probably. E- you're even par on 17 holes combined, and then you're five under on one hole in that week. Yeah, like yeah. that's three birdies and an eagle. That I, is, that's how that course sets up, though. Like it's yeah. all about 18 and nine. Yeah, you have like, to it, take advantage are, of the par fives. Yep. And outside of that, like you're just gonna be fighting for pars all the way through. Yeah. For the record, I will say, um, I do love. I think every golf course, and I'm biased because Spring Valley's this way on both nines. Which, you know, Spring Valley's a good golf course. I, I I love the setup of it. Like there are better golf courses out there. I'm not dumb, but finishing at Spring Valley, finishing five three five is incredible. And finishing on a par five, I feel like every single golf course it should be a requisite. That yeah. a par five is the last hole, especially like, if there's going to be like tournaments there. Exactly, it, there's like, just so much flexibility it, on that last hole. Exactly, option to make three. Risk reward. And, yeah. The the golf course I grew up on, it's just like this big dog leg left over the water, and it's like a it's just a drivable par four. Like you uh, need to be awesome. able to hit it really far, and it's just like a clear like you cutting this corner, or are you just going to lay up, take like seven iron pitching wedge, and it'll be nice and easy, yeah. all open, like. Or are you gonna go there for it? Possibly then. hit it in the water. Yeah, there's got to be some risk. Water, in, yeah, yeah, there's got to be some risk involved. I feel like that's more like in, in my dream course. That would be like my number seventeen. It's like that's a really a tough drive, seventeen, a drivable four. Uh, no, that th- that's like eighteen. Like number f- or number eighteen is like a par five somewhere you can score. Seventeen is, you know, you, you got to be tough. Like, yeah. yeah, there's 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 trouble around. I would say ideally, I would love if I were to de- to design a golf course. 
I would go 16th drivable par four, real risk risk yeah. reward drivable par four, and then the 17th I would go challenging par three, good quality par three, and then 18 go gettable par five. I think yeah. there's so much action. Like the finish at um, uh, TPC Scottsdale is a pretty good finish because you've got the 16th, <coughs> excuse me, and then yep. you've got the 17th, which is. I'm trying to, or is that the 17th? Is I, the part three I thought the, it was 16. It, yeah, it's the 16th. I'm trying to, I think 17. Oh, and then 17 is the drivable par four. Okay. Um, With the water left. And then 18 is a pretty challenging par four also. I would rather see a five, but 16, 17, you just like to see him coming down the stretch with a lot of different possibilities. Yeah. You know, a fun par three where you can stuff it or you can make four. And then... Uh, a drivable four with hazards on either side and then a, a, a good par five. That's not super hard, but enough to make you think about it for sure. Yeah. Make you think about the tee shot and then make, have a chance to make an Eagle and get two shots on the field. Right. Yeah, away. exactly. All right. Well, you guys, you guys got anything else? Shout out John Rahm. Um, Congratulations thank you guys all for first major. Thank you guys all for joining us. Uh, we'll have one more. Well, actually, we don't know yet. We're going to try to do a live show at the end of the Open, but it might be like 6 in the morning. Well, no, it won't end we'll then. To, we'll It'll to, probably be like 10 or maybe noon. Yeah, we'll have to figure out the logistics on It'll that. It'll be a matinee. Um, yeah. We'll definitely be doing this for the Ryder Cup, uh, Whistling Straits, where I've gotten to play. So I'm Not actually, a big deal. I'm super stoked. Not a big deal to watch that. But uh, that's it for us today, guys. Appreciate you all joining us on the live show for... For Hank, for Mitchell, for myself, cheers. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. Have a good week at work, and we'll talk to you all next time. Peace.